Hey, Hero Makers, if you are craving a healthy dose of offbeat and informative takes on business and tech news, check out the Hustle Daily Show, hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett Ryla, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Here are some great episodes to check out now. TikTok's plan to take over your ears. This is where the group discusses why the company is laser focused on music as its next frontier. Another episode is the big business of Margaritaville. Did you know Jimmy Buffett's beachy anthem has inspired a billion dollar hospitality business built around 11 foot tall pairs of flip flops? This episode breaks down the entire story. Or check out the episode where they talk about how movie theaters aren't dead after all. The in-person movie experience looks to be returning and the group jumps in as to why. If you like your business news on the irreverent side yet informative side, The Hustle Daily Show has got you covered. Listen to The Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. When your website doesn't actually give a clear path for people to do business with you or to get the information they want, then it not only frustrates them, but it ends up creating a lot of backend work for you. Bottom line is the lack of clarity on your website is losing you money. And the reality is we all know it doesn't have to be this way. And that's why today you're gonna get the steps that you can immediately take to revise your website and make it a no brainer for your customers to know exactly where to go, what button to press and how to do business with you. Hero Maker, welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hello, JJ. Hello, Hero Maker. April, um, you know I have a little bit of a lead foot. Like... Um, I've been in the car with you uh-huh. and yes, I've I, experienced this. I drive a Mini Cooper. It's very fun. It's a very fun car. And I try very hard. I try very hard to obey all the laws. But there are moments that sometimes I get a little excited as I'm driving. And this happened recently. Uh-huh. And I got a speeding ticket. No. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Which I've, I very rarely, I mean, I could probably count on one hand the number of tickets I've gotten in my life. But I got a speeding ticket. Okay. And you put on the waterworks and you got out of it. <laughs> no, I did turn not. Turn the tears on. <laughs> and everything was yeah. fine. No, none of that worked. And so <laughs> I got the ticket. And it was in another county. And so I got, you know, a notice of my court date that I was going to have to show up, but I wasn't going to be able to make it. You know, the county courthouse was about an hour over an hour away. So you were going to contest it. Well, no, no, no. But you still have to show up. And they, he was like, okay, if you show up, they might like lower it or something like that. It might not go on your license, all these things. But I'm like, I actually can't make it. I'm not going to be able to make it. So I went on the site to try to figure out how to just pay the ticket. And I'm telling you, it. I, I don't even know how much time I spent on this site because I, I never found a way to pay the ticket online. Oh, dear. I mean, I probably spent a good hour like searching around and even trying to find the right phone number to call. Oh, my word. It just took forever. I finally found the phone number and I was able to call in 
And I ended up having to wait like three different times because like my phone got disconnected, all this stuff finally got through. And then the lady was like, well, yeah, I can take your information here and you can just pay it here. And it like ended up being super easy once I got to that point, but it took me way longer than it should have and was incredibly frustrating. I think a lot of people experience that when they go to websites, like, you know, we're talking about some government websites here that are often not known for their usability or design. (laughs) But I think people experience that a lot when they go to any website. I know there are times even at StoryBrand when our customer service people will receive phone calls or emails and it will be the same question five times in a row. They'll get it from five different people and they're asking the exact same question. And we think we've made it very clear on the website exactly what they're supposed to do. And it comes back, oh, no, we haven't. And in that process, we're actually probably frustrating people because we're not giving them the information they want and need in order to move forward. And if we're hearing from five people, then there are probably 50 people that are experiencing that exact same frustration and then who aren't even talking to us at all. They just come to the website and they leave. And so we've learned when those things happen, when we start hearing the same question over and over again, we need to put that information either on the main page of the website or in the FAQ section or somewhere that we can make it easier easy for people to do business with us and answer the questions that they are already having that we might not know they have, or we've just made it too hard or too confusing. And hopefully we don't make those mistakes too often. But when we do, we try to change that course really quickly because when your website doesn't actually give a clear path for people to do business with you or to get the information they want, then it not only frustrates them, but it ends up creating a lot of backend work for you. Because it means that you are now having to hire more customer service people to answer the phones, to return emails. You might have to give refunds because people are frustrated by the entire process. Bottom line is the lack of clarity on your website is losing you money. And the reality is we all know it doesn't have to be this way. We don't have to be frustrating the people who are coming to our website. We don't want that. So of course, in our customer service department, we're constantly editing and making changes and updating things so that people, when they are showing up, they can figure out where they're supposed to go. And Hero Maker, that's what we want you to be able to do as well. And that's why we talked to Kurt Stockwell. He's one of our story brand certified guides. And he was working with a client who came to him and said, oh my word, our customer service phone is ringing off the hook. There are people coming into our office because they can't figure out what they're supposed to do on our website. Can you help us? So you're going to love this interview. Here is my conversation with Kurt Stockwell. Kurt, I'm excited to be talking to you today because you're really bringing to us how to lead a customer where you want them to go on a website. And you have a story of success that you're going to be sharing with us because, of course, on this podcast, we're constantly saying, hey, your call to action needs to be so super clear that people know exactly where you want them to go. And usually we're trying to sell them something. We're trying to get them to click to buy a product or a service or schedule a call. 
But in your case today, you are really helping lead people on a different journey to information that they need. And I'm really excited for you to kind of tease this out for our hero maker listening so that they can be inspired and kind of piggyback off of what you share. So why don't you start at the beginning with this client and why they came to you in the first place? So the client that I'm going to be talking about today is Spokane Housing Authority. Um, And when Spokane Housing Authority came to us, they said, we have so many resources for our customers or for our users or for our community. However, our website currently is so bogged down with so much information that nobody really has a clear path to get that information. And there's housing authorities probably in every city that that somebody's listening to me or every major city near you, there's a housing authority. So people who are financially strapped or have some sort of financial struggle when it comes to paying for housing, whether that's renting an apartment or renting a house, often those people will get into situations where they become homeless or um, you know they've got to live with a family member or something like that just because of their financial situation. And so what a housing authority does is they work with landlords who provide uh, houses or apartment buildings at a really, really, really low monthly cost. And then the government subsidizes the rest of that rent to the landlord through the housing authority. And so I hope that was a clear explanation of what they actually do. Absolutely. Now, that, that process, as you can imagine, because it is connected to the government, can get super confusing very quickly and way too much information. What, Kurt? I know, it's, it, it's a mind blower, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so when they came to us, they, here was their request. They said, we want our phone to ring less and we want fewer people in our lobby. And basically what that means is not that they don't wanna serve people, they said, our website has all of the resources that somebody needs, or like 90% of them. We need a, a website that people can self-advocate. They, they use the term self-advocate. So when they come to the website, they can find what they're looking for. Because um, in many cases, the voucher holders that are coming back to the website are looking for resources that they have to fill out or they have to connect with on a monthly basis. And the landlord's kind of the same thing. They've got you know protocols and things that they have to be doing on a monthly basis or a yearly basis or whatever. So if, if we can point their user directly to what they're looking for consistently, then the phone rings less and people are finding what they need on the website. Another aspect of, of what a housing authority deals with is people coming to the housing authority thinking they do a certain thing that they don't do. And so one of the other things that we do on this website is we direct those folks very quickly off of the housing authority website to the other resources that the housing authority kind of partners with. And so there's multiple things going on on the homepage of the website, specifically telling the user where to go and what to do and giving them a really clear path to uh, self-advocating. So Kurt, it sounds like The people at the Spokane Housing Authority, they had a customer service nightmare that they were just reliving every single day. It was a groundhog day over and over again. People were showing up in their building going, I don't know what form to fill out. I don't know where I'm supposed to go on this website. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. 
And what you have done is you've taken and streamlined everything so that people can find what they need without any assistance. I love this self-advocate language that you're using because really that is what all of our heroes out there, you know, hero maker, you are making heroes out of the people that you're serving. You want them to self-advocate and be able to go exactly where they need to go to find what they need to find. So Kurt, can you tell our hero maker how you did this? You know, obviously you did not build the original website. You were kind of coming in and you were figuring out, okay, let's triage this. What do we need to do first and foremost to help that phone stop ringing and people stop coming in and being able to find what they need? So what was the first line of defense? The first thing that we did, and I, I love that you said Groundhog's Day. I'm going to I'm gonna steal that because that's so true. Oh, my gosh. That's a perfect way to say it. And um, and then, you know, other thing, too, as a, as a hiring thing, bringing on more staff just to be part of Groundhog's Day. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a, what a nightmare. And so what the first thing that we did is I said, who is your audience? And they said, well, this is our audience and this is our audience and this is our audience and this is our audience. And this, I mean, they, they had like six audiences. And I'm like, but from what you described to me, you have two audiences. You have the voucher holder and you have the landlord. If you only spoke to those two people in your marketing or in your website or in this journey initially from the homepage, would you get about 95% of what you do done? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay, then stop talking to everybody else. Yeah, for real on the homepage in particular, talk to the voucher holder and talk to the landlord. And then for everybody else, we're going to give them a button, um, a really clear button on the homepage or in a, in a menu that says, are you this person? Go here. And so what we did is um, on the homepage of the website, we talked to voucher holders and the title of the, the section on the homepage says current voucher holders and residents. I receive assistance and need help. Yeah. That is what the section says. It's not wordy. There's probably 30 words in this section. And there's two links. One link says, I live on a property managed by Spokane Housing, Housing Authority. I'm a current voucher holder. And then those two links send them to where they need to go. Yes. It's so simple. It's so simple because what am I doing? If I've landed on this website, I've been told, hey, you have to go to this website to fill something out. It's like, okay, I'm going to go to this website and I'm going to fill something out. And then what am I doing? I am scanning and I am looking for myself. Yes. That's all I'm doing. I am looking for what is the relevant information to me. And basically, you have just called it out. And if that person fits that, they go, oh, which one of these links is where I need to go? Click. It sounds so simple, but this is so hard for people because mm -hmm. They know so much about their business or or they don't know about websites and they feel like, oh, I've got to put all of this information on there, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm just so happy you simplified <laughs> it for them. I'm sure that they are just breathing such a sigh of relief. As a marketer, you are driven to solve problems. And there are problems that can be fun to solve, like finding new ways to connect with your audience and brainstorming a brilliant new ad campaign. And then there are problems that are just frustrating, like when your ad tech doesn't work like it's supposed to and you can't measure how well your brilliant new campaign is performing. Ugh. 
HubSpot CRM platform is ridiculously easy to learn, use, and love. And that's because it's a handcrafted, sophisticated system designed for the way marketers actually work, not a bunch of cobbled together tools that don't speak to each other. With customizable hubs and tools that you can add or subtract as you grow, HubSpot is ready to help you squash endless problems caused by broken tech and start solving problems that help you break the internet. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. So sometimes you'll get some, some pushback like, yeah, but this and this and this and this are also important. And so I, I love using the percentage question. So I'm like, okay, what percentage of people that you deal with on a daily basis need answers to these two questions? And in this case, it was like, you know, 90 something percent. I'm like, okay, so if we're talking about 5% of the people who need to, an answer for these other four questions, are you okay if those people call? Are you okay if those people come in your lobby? And they're like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That, okay. Let's do that. Or, you know, we can put some other information in a, in a footer or in, in a menu at the top. But when you try to talk to everybody, you really talk to nobody. Yeah. And as the hero makers, we're talking to the hero makers out there. It's your responsibility as a marketer to guide your client or your customer to making a decision based upon kind of reality checks, right? You can push back and ask good questions. I've got two sticky notes next to my, uh, on my desk here that says, slow down and ask better questions. And when I slow down, I'm able to, to listen, to understand, and then I can ask better questions. And when I can ask better questions, we can get down from seven calls to action to two, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so um, again, that's my role, my job when I'm talking to a customer and helping them find success. What was the next thing that you did for them that, that really helped their website perform the way that they wanted it to perform? So the next thing that we did is we kind of went a little bit outside of the uh, the traditional story brand playbook of a one call to action in the top section of the website. So we wanted to very quickly get people who were not their customers sent to the right place, right? A lot of people are on their phones. So we've got these big buttons right at the beginning that says, I'm being evicted. What should I do? They go to a, a separate place. I'm homeless. How can I get help? I'm looking for affordable housing. I receive housing assistance and need help. Now, those are their customers. I'd like to provide housing for those in need. I'd like to learn more about SHA's role in the community. And right at the beginning, we're, we're allowing people to kind of see where they need to go. And then, like I said, as you scroll down the website, there's a bigger narrative to the two main audiences. One of the things with the landlords, we did put some steps in, uh, you know, which is, which is a very healthy uh, a story brand thing to do as you're, as you're coming up with, uh, with copy for a website or a sales letter, for example. So for in the landlords, we provided some steps um, for the landlords to take. And so that was our one, two, three that we did. And that, that helped a lot with the landlords. And then probably the next main thing is we kept the homepage really short. It's, it's a couple scrolls at the most. A lot of times these housing authorities and government entities, they love to put like, we did this event and we did this, that, there's this blog post and there's this party that we threw for, you know, the 4th of July. And that's all great stuff. I mean, you're in the community, but a lot of times they push that stuff first. However, it's you're putting yourself as the hero rather than the customer. Let's put that on a separate page, like, you know, events or, you know, community or something like that, right? Or in social media. 
Yeah. I'm pretty excited about some of the analytics that we got right when we launched the website. Yeah, tell us. So we launched the website in October of 2020. Literally, the days before we launched the website, the consistent user engagement was 10 people a day. Okay. More people were coming to the website and the bounce rate was like 96%. It was way high, meaning people are coming to the website and they're not sticking around. Yeah. So only like 10 people a day were sticking around. Literally the neck, the day after we launched, the average user engagement on a low day went to over 200 people a day <laughs> immediately. Oh my gosh. When you, when, when you look at the analytics, the number is just flatlining and then it just rockets to 200, 250, 350 a day. And that was end of October, 2020. And still to this day, their user engagement is way high. Oh my and so gosh. When, when we checked in with them and said, is your lobby less crowded? Is your phone ringing less? They said, from day one. Oh, from day one, you ended Groundhog Day. It got to be February 3rd. That is amazing. I mean, an instant, like you just changed the website, told people where you wanted them to go. And I love, Kurt, what you did in the header with the questions, because again, it's a hand raising moment that you are having with the people who are coming to visit. It's like, are you this person? question mark because you've you phrased them in questions and they get to say yes that's me click immediately go to what they need there's no guessing there's no confusion it is all clarity kurt thank you so much for sharing this story of success hero maker i'm excited for you to piggyback off of what kurt has shared and make adjustments that you can that are currently within your control and if you need help there are story brand certified guides just like kurt out there who can help you so again kurt thank you for joining us you're incredible thanks for being a part of our amazing community Hero Maker, wasn't that a great conversation on how to invite customers into a clear path to do business with us? I love it so much because I just hate the idea of you being stuck in a groundhog day cycle of doing the same thing over and over again and your customers being in that same boat too. And just like Kurt was saying, if you are stuck trying to figure out how to streamline your website and want to invest in clarity, hire a story brand certified guide like Kurt Stockwell. Just go to Marketing Made simple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. So many of us get so excited about launching a website because we spent all this time and effort and money creating a beautiful website that we hope will invite customers to do business with us. And then we just miss a few things. We don't see the website how our customer sees our website. So what I want you to do for your actionable step today is I want you to find a friend or even a friend of a friend who doesn't know a lot about your business. And I want you to go and show them your website. And I want you to ask them a couple questions. 
I want you to ask them, what would you do in order to buy my product? That's the first question. What would you do after looking at my website in order to buy my product? If that is not clear to them, if they don't have an immediate answer, then you need to invest in clarity and find a better path for your customer. You need to have a clear call to action button. Then what I want you to do is ask them, is anything confusing or do you have any questions? If they're confused about the process of buying your product or what your product does for them or how they're going to engage with you after they buy the product, if they have any questions or there's any confusion, I want you to write those down and then I want you to answer those questions with copy on your website. You can either do that in the FAQ section on your website or just on the front page of your website, but make sure that there is no confusion for how to do business with you or how people are going to engage with your product or service. You want it to be so clear that a stranger, because that's <laughs> that's most of your customers are going to be strangers, a stranger who comes to your website is going to immediately know what buttons to push, what numbers to call, what actions to take in order to do business with you. If you invest in clarity just a little bit, it will make your customer's life so much easier and you will stop losing money. You will stop wasting time for your customer service. You will stop losing customers mid-order because they're frustrated with how the process is going. You're going to have to give less refunds. There is money in clarity. This is one of the greatest things that you can do to energize your business. Bring clarity to your website. Make it easy for your customers to buy your product, which means their problems can be solved and you are bringing value to their life. This is how you make them the hero of the story. And that is why we call you Hero Maker. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Stop me, you cannot stop me, go!